You're listening to Case by Case, presented by North American. Find your true north. Here's your host, Chris Nelson. Welcome to the first episode of Case by Case from North American. I'm your host, Chris Nelson. Starting today through stories from the field, lessons, and motivation, all of it centered around the insurance and financial services industry, we'll help you build your business. We'll pay special attention to annuities. To be completely transparent, that's what we here at Case by Case sell. But if you make your living working with clients to meet their life or disability insurance, financial planning, retirement, wealth management, or inheritance needs, there's a good chance you'll find something you can benefit from in Case by Case. Oh, hello. Uh, 23rd floor, please. 23. You got it, buddy. I'm Bob. What do you do here? Well, it's a pleasure to meet you, Bob. My name is Chris Nelson, and I'm the host of a podcast called Case by Case. I'm recording one right now, in fact. And in addition to hosting, I'm also one of the show's main producers, which means on top of doing voiceover work and interviewing our guests, I bring a lot of technical skills to the table. Interesting. Tell me more. Well, technical skills like editing and producing segments in a way that's entertaining and compelling, for example. Uh, The End Product is a podcast that's unique to the industry. Oh, this is my stop. Nice meeting you. Good luck with the show. Hey, the pleasure's all mine. So to state the glaringly obvious, that was an elevator pitch. It's a common way people in the business world think about introductions. And we went through that bit of frivolity to tee up today's theme, Introduce Your Way to Success. That other guy you heard from was Bob. He works in accounting, I think. And that's likely the last we'll hear from him. But I do have another special guest joining us. North American Sales Vice President Tia Stanley will be here to talk about ways to put your best foot forward when meeting with a potential new client for the first time. We'll cover how to set the stage for strong, deep business relationships. Establish yourself as a trustworthy agent who can provide a valuable service. Leave your initial meetings truly knowing who you're helping and how you can help make their life more financially stable. And get a commitment for a follow-up meeting to present your recommended solutions. We'll also look at ways you and your team can shape the prospect and client experiences in those impressionable first weeks. Oh, this is my ride. Back so soon? Yeah, hey Bob, Uh, heading back to the studio. Fourth floor, please. This is Case by Case. Are you just writing this thing up and down all day? When you meet a prospect for the first time, you're you're often starting from scratch. In some cases, that person may not know much at all about the services you provide or the products you sell. And that's where today's first story comes from. Lori Bachner is vice president of our annuity marketing team, one of my leaders. In this case, the prospect in the story was Lori's curious and, at the start, somewhat confused son. Here's Lori. I was doing some work at home, and my son, Nick, asked, So what do you sell? He was paging through some annuity marketing materials that I had strewn across the coffee table, and I paused for a second, actually several seconds. In the moment, I wasn't sure exactly how to explain what an annuity was. So I said, that's a good question, Nick, stalling a bit, so I could gather my thoughts. And I proceeded to stare at the materials in front of me in search of the words that would help my son grasp what was so great about what we sold. Even for a really sharp 12-year-old, I knew I was going to have to put my answer into words that he'd understand. 
It's an interesting dilemma because we sell an insurance product that you can't see or hear or touch or smell or taste. It's actually an annuity contract, which is essentially paper with some words on it. Nick was patiently thumbing through the brochures, waiting for my reply. Such a polite boy, my parenting, obviously. Um, But then I came up with it, and I said, we sell promises. And I could see the gears kind of turning, and and then it clicked, a little grin. And I went on to tell Nick that my job, marketing annuities, is all about selling a promise that will take care of someone's money, their savings, and we'll give it back to them when they're older and maybe they need the income. And I said, we promise that when they retire, we'll pay them a check for the rest of their lives, no matter how long they live, even if they live to be 125 years old. Needless to say, I didn't get into all the disclosures that come along with that, assuming no excess draws, et cetera, um, that I include here for compliance purposes. But that simple story stuck with him. He told me he thought what we sold was pretty cool. Cool enough that I've actually used that same explanation several times over the years with people of all ages and walks of life. My little boy is 18 years old now, but he still thinks annuities are pretty cool. And every day I come to work proud of what we sell, and I feel blessed to be able to say that we sell promises. Thank you so much, Lori. Case by Case is brought to you by North American Company for Life and Health Insurance. North American is now offering ready-made, customizable radio ads. It's as easy as recording your name and contact information at your local station and paying them to place your spot. It couldn't get simpler. To listen to samples and learn how to get started on your new ad, log in at NorthAmericanCompany.com slash radio. North American, find your true north. And we're back. Sales Vice President Tia Stanley has joined us in the studio. Ms. Stanley, how the heck are you? You know what? Doing pretty good, and it is nice and chill outside. I'm ready for some football weather. Right around the corner. Uh, Tia serves North American's East Region, and that has her traveling everywhere from Texas and Oklahoma uh, through the Gulf states and Florida in the south to the Midwest and Appalachia, clear up to Maine in the Northeast. Uh, What are some of your favorite spots to visit, Tia? Well, I tell you what, I'm motivated by food. (laughs) So we've got some great food when I visit Atlanta, Georgia. Sure. Uh, Even a great Philly cheesesteak. I'm into it. Now, are you a Pat's or a Geno's? Oh, how about <laughs> I don't want to start an all-out turf war here, but <laughs> I mean, that's an important question. You know what? I will say that I'm equal opportunity on the cheesesteak. I like it. I like it. Way to play down the middle there. So we know you're currently sales vice president with North American. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background. What brought you to this point and specifically your experience when it comes to our topic today? Well, I tell you what, I've been in the insurance industry for a little over 10 years and I've done a quite a few various jobs along the way. Okay. And I feel like not only have I been a client for my own retirement, I've also been an agent. I've also worked in the IMO space as well. So when it comes to really dissecting products, taking a look at them, what is a great recommendation, doing the right thing, I feel like I definitely have a lot of good experience in that track. Perfect. So a little bit from both sides of the desk, so to speak, and uh, all around the industry. Very good. So Tia, we, uh, we know that through some of our, our own studies and some research that cultivating your own book of business is uh, the more cost-effective way to find new clients. But 
that makes it all the more important to make a good first impression when you are searching outside of your book of business, looking for potential new clients that way. Uh, so I'd like to kind of progress through this discussion like you would getting ready for a client meeting. Uh, so in other words, what should our listeners be doing and thinking about before, during, and then after the meeting? Sound like a plan? It does. So let's assume you're an advisor and you received a notice that will say Caroline Smith would like to come in to discuss her finances with you. Where do you start from that point? Well, I would say probably the first thing you want to take a look at would be first impressions. And here's where I would start. It's not just with you. I think a really interesting exercise for any person listening to this to do would be walk into your office like you're a client. What does that look like? What does that feel like? So instead of going through the back door and going, you know, straight to your desk. Sure. So what would it feel like to park in the front and walk in the front door? How are you greeted? Does someone ask you for your coat? Does someone ask you if you'd like anything to drink? Is it a warm reception? Do you feel welcome when you walk in? And also, what does it feel like to be escorted back to the office? I would say from that first impression to also, what is your social media presence as well? So naturally, if someone's going to come in and talk to you, well, they're probably going to want to find out a little bit about who they're talking to. Right. So what does that look like if you Googled yourself? Uh, Do you have a good online presence? Would you be able to take a look at your website? Would you be able to take a look at a social media account for your business? And I would say probably those would be some great first steps. Perfect. Yeah, those are great points. Uh, First impressions start well before you meet, like you mentioned. uh, You know, online, uh, people will always, or or for the most part, should always do research before they actually will walk into somebody's office. So what is your online presence like? And But that goes both ways too, though, right? You, as as a producer, as an agent, you can do some research on uh, your clients as well, right? Absolutely. You'll definitely want to do your research. And, you know, you can find some things through a, a LinkedIn profile or things like that that will help you kind of get a better idea uh, of what your client is like coming into this meeting. So you have a a better feel for that. So let's say that you're doing some research on Carolyn Smith and you find out that uh, she's been, we'll say, a doctor for 12 years and recently moved to your city. What does that tell you uh, as an agent or as a producer? Well, I tell you what, you know, a couple of things probably jump out at me when I hear the profile of that. A couple of things, they might have a little bit of a higher debt if she's younger, uh, or she could be doing extremely well, and that would mean a little more established. So there could be some money in an old 401k that's available to roll over. Uh, For anyone, really, information like that can help you determine if our prospect, Carolyn, fits an ideal client profile. Uh, So a couple things uh, we had established, what her job is. Well, what is the station in life? Meaning we've determined the age, Uh, Now, let's take a look at the family situation. And I think, depending on what her household looks like, that that is going to start to shape the types of products or let's go from the route of solutions that she might need. Perfect. Yeah, so you you talked about, you know, we know she's a doctor. She's been one for 12 years. Uh, She's new to the city. So you're right. Uh, She's new, so she probably just moved. So she might have an old 401k from a previous employer or or something along those lines. She obviously has a, a... quite a bit of higher education, so she might have some some large student debt. So all kinds of things that you can gather just from your initial research. So the big day has arrived. Carolyn's ready to come in. You and, you and her are ready to meet. 
Uh, you meet at a coffee shop uh, nearby. What's your game plan going into this first initial meeting? Well, I would say if she agreed to meet at a coffee shop, her and I are kindred spirits. <laughs> I, I drink coffee all day, so uh, that's definitely a green light. Uh, here's what I would probably do most importantly. If I were to put myself in her shoes, which I have been, I think that what I probably need to do is ask a lot of open-ended questions. I, I think one thing, especially for me being in that agent category on my resume, we do a lot of talking. Yeah. We don't do a lot of listening. Sure. Uh, so from my perspective, I, I would probably start off with, why are we here? You wanted to meet with me. What's that look like for you? Right, right. Yeah, a little bit of fact-finding goes a long way, a lot of those open-ended questions. And, and you really want to get to know them first, because if, if I'm in Carolyn's shoes, first and foremost, I, I don't know you, and I'm not just going to fork over copies of all my financial information along with a blank check to buy whatever you recommend, right? Uh, and second, just opening up one person to another can be awkward on its own. So outside of those open-ended questions, how do you overcome that and just establish a, a basic friendly rapport? You know, I, I think that you definitely hit the nail on the head when it comes to, uh, let's say, the genre of client anxieties. Uh, that can definitely be a roadblock. And I think it's a subconscious one. Uh, you know, I think that sometimes you have people that come in, uh, they think with an open mind, uh, but I think sometimes they get ahead of themselves. Okay. And so for that, I, I know that I had said the word solution before. I think that what do you need before a solution, well, you need a problem, sure. right? So what are those problems or those pain points? Uh, I think first uh, you need to get to know someone as a person. Uh, so when I get to know you, what's your household like? What's your family like? What's some interests that you have? Well, I think that probably opens up the genre for me, uh, like I said, for um, pain points that you might have and possible solutions that we can talk about in future appointments. Uh, that would open it up to possible solutions that we could talk about later. Uh, but I also think that gets her comfortable with me. Sure. Because I'm not there to talk about a product. I'm there to get to know her. Right. And how can I assist her? And, you know, one of the things that really helps would be a referral. If you think of a referral, it's kind of like a hot lead. So if I already had someone in my client database that I had helped find those solutions for those pain points and they had talked to Carolyn and they had referred her in, you know, that has her warmed up to a degree because I think it really establishes some good amount of trust there as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge plus because you've already got something in common right off the bat that you can start with, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and you're right to say that, uh, if we backtrack just a little bit, the anxiety is not just on her side of the table. It's on your side <laughs> of the table too, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know what? That brings up a really excellent point. Uh, so when you think about what you're asking of your prospect, your referral, your client, you're asking them to open up. Well, shouldn't that be reciprocal as well? Sure. Uh, so, you know, when they walk in, they see a building, they see a big mahogany desk, they see you. How about you switch up the story a little bit and just be yourself? That's going to make you more personable to your prospect. Uh, so there are some different things that you can share about yourself as well. If there's a common interest there um, or, or as an example, I mean, for me, I don't have any children, uh, but I've got two four-legged children, right? Sure. And so being able to 
talk about yourself and warm up and just get them to know you just like you're wanting to know them as a person. That's sure. what they're wanting. Yeah, it's it, because as much as we like to talk about products and, and uh, solutions and things like that, it's at the end of the day, it all boils down to relationships. It's a relationship business, right? And yeah. you had some good advice there, which you, you've heard all throughout your life, which is be yourself. Just be a person. It's just two people going about their lives and one can help the other do something. Um, so it, it's good to establish that first off, right? Absolutely. And especially if you can do it over coffee, I'd say. <laughs> anytime. <laughs> so, anytime it's coffee. <laughs> right. Win-win right there. So I imagine you you also want to show that in your actions, in your body language, that they're more than just a sale to you. Uh, so share a bit of your life story. Show a genuine interest in theirs. Be engaged. Take good notes. That sort of thing. You know, that's when you're really going to get to know what's important to them and what their passions are, and vice versa. They're going to get to know you and what your passions are. Uh, so for me, you know, I'm a dog lover, uh, which means that um, you could assume or maybe find out later that I am passionate about charities that involve dogs. Sure. Well, you could figure out the same thing about your client with what their passions are, and that's going to open more doors for you to ask more open-ended questions and for them to feel comfortable sharing those things with you. Right. Yeah, you're going to you're going to have plenty of time to be able to pour over products and recommendations and things like that, but to establish that relationship first is is just so so important, right? You got it. So for the sake of time, uh, we're going to jump ahead a little bit. Let's say you and Dr. Carolyn Smith hit it off and you found several areas where you felt the products you had to offer could help her out. So what do you do after the meeting? Well, after the meeting, that should be the easy part. And you know, the advice that I'll, I'll share on this, it's not going to be groundbreaking. It's not going to be anything new that you <laughs> haven't heard before. Uh, but here's the thing you have to do. You have to stay diligent. Say what you'll do and do what you say. That That's what, you know, for me, I think for anyone out there, if you're talking to a company or you're talking to an individual or you're uh, wanting to learn more about anything, uh, you're going to develop that trust with people that are going to tell you what they're going to do, and then they follow up with you. Uh, so someone that follows up with something as simple as, well, I'll call you tomorrow. Well, if they call you tomorrow, that's probably going to right. do that subconscious trust sure. that we had talked about before. So assuming the next time you're going to get together, you'll be presenting recommendations. How do you get ready for that meeting? Here's what I think is important. Uh, you know, developing any sort of fact finder or details on the client and to be able to say, here's my recommendations based on what you shared with me. And I think going through the list and we haven't even gotten to products yet, uh, but it's identifying those pain points. Let's say it like that. Okay. Uh, so here's, here's some things that you're interested in. Uh, here's some things that you're concerned about. Um, you know, here's here's what I heard from you, you know, during our last interactions. Would this be correct? Is there anything else that I need to add to the list? And they're going to, I would say, number one, be impressed sure. that you were listening. Sure, right? you're, you're showing your active listening right there, that, that you were uh, absolutely involved in that conversation. Right. And being able to also share flexibility. If there's anything that we need to take off the list, add to the list, we can do that. You know, because this whole process is going to be organic. Right. I would say how how many of us have experienced something in our lives where it's flip-flopped and changed in a matter of days. Right. 
you know, so when you're talking about someone's retirement or you're talking about future goals, uh, we're talking about years and years. So that list is going to evolve. Sure. And you need to be able to evolve with that client. Sure. So you, you've met with Carolyn again. You've had a, another conversation. You're much more comfortable with each other. You've made some recommendations. Uh, she's kind of mulling those over, deciding what the best course of action for her is. Uh, and then you you get to a point where you're you're ready to make the sale or she's ready to commit to that. Um, besides just closing the sale, what are your other objectives for that next meeting? You know, I would say here here's some other objectives that I have. You know, when it comes to let's even challenge the verbiage of me closing the sale. How about it's the client that's ready to eliminate those pain points? What Perfect. if we take a look at it like that, right? And yeah, so, and instead of a, a win for you as an agent, it's a win for them to be able to solve those problems. Absolutely. Uh, that allows them to do the swan theory, right? The sleep well at night. Sure. And uh, whenever you're doing solution-based selling, which is really what we're there to do, you know, I, I think that it, it makes it an absolutely organic process where it just naturally progresses to that. And so I would say, you know, after their pain points have been established and you've taken care of those, uh, the expectations are really, you know, what does it look like to feel like a client? You know, um, what does it look like to work with me or their expectations for an annual meeting? You know, I, I know that we're all busy, but sure. I'd like to see you, uh, you know, at minimum once or twice a year to be able to go over specific things or I would say really also by doing your due diligence, you're going to be able to blow their socks off where referrals are also going to be an organic right. portion of the process as well. Right. Uh, so we talked about expectations and, uh, you know, essentially when what she can expect to, to hear from you or, or what she can expect from you. And that could be your communication as far as, you know, we're going to touch base once a year. You're going to get a birthday card from me. You're going to get all these things. Um, I'm, I'm going to remain top of mind for you, things like that. Uh, and you talked about organic referrals. And, you know, if we look at, at Carolyn Smith's profile, Dr. Carolyn Smith, uh, she likely lives in a, a nice neighborhood with some affluent friends that, you know, those referrals are, are going to be pretty well pre-filtered, don't you think? And, and they're going to fit a nice client profile for you. Absolutely. I, I think that is a great spot to be able to take a look and be able to do something nice for the client. And here's kind of first steps on what that looks like. We've talked about multi-generational marketing. Uh, so what generation are we discussing? Is this going to be baby boomer? Is it going to be Gen X? Uh, maybe not millennial, perhaps, right? Sure. If they <laughs> graduated sure. through college quickly. Uh, but let's say that we're in the Generation X category and you were going to uh, do, uh, for Carolyn and a handful of her friends, you were going to set up a spa party. And you're also going to have um, some babysitters, you know, there okay. on deck to be able to take care of the kids and let her and her friends enjoy a relaxing time. Well, I would say that you've done your homework to figure out, okay, based on you and your profile, sure. what you're looking for. That allows you to be creative and also... Uh, figure out why they enjoy what they like and especially taking the time to think about something like that. Right. That's going to show a lot to uh, the people that she values in her life that she actually brought to 
that party right. as and, a referral. And that's not a necessarily a sales party. It's a, a simply a relationship building event, right? Because exactly. it's all about the relationships. That's right. Uh, what can our listeners do if they're interested in learning more? You bet. I tell you what, we've got a great white paper and it's available. You can actually go download it from the podcast site. And in there, we have a client meeting checklist that nicely wraps up what we talked about and goes into more detail. Uh, Also, too, you can also call our sales support team. That number, it's 866-322-7066. Perfect. Thank you, Tia. Uh, For the white paper, that address would be northamericancompany.com slash podcast. uh, And then look for the episode one page. Uh, Once again, that phone number is 866-322-7066. And the sales support team would be happy to talk to you about your approach to the client experience or any annuity business that you are working on right now. Uh, So Tia, thanks again for being our guest. Well, I appreciate your time and it was a pleasure to be here. Well, that's it for today. Our thanks once again to Lori Bachner and Tia Stanley for joining us today and a special tip of the cap to the entire podcast team for helping us put together a great episode. Uh, We hope you'll join us next time when we'll talk to Casey Lane and we'll focus on making the sales process about more than just the numbers. A friendly reminder, call North American at 866-322-7066 when you're ready to discuss your next case by case. This has been Case by Case, presented by North American. For more information, visit NorthAmericanCompany.com. North American, find your true north.